Welcome to your Ethereum News Briefing. Here's your latest for Monday, July 31st, 2023. A Viper zero-day vulnerability results in a Curve Finance exploit. Michael Igorov tops up collateral on his personal DeFi loans. Ethereum attestation service is now integrated into the OP stack. And an ENS user reclaims $74 million. All this and more starts right after this message. Optimism, a Layer 2 optimistic rollup, is providing us with 500 OP tokens to onboard users onto the network. Visit ether.fm forward slash NFT and enter code word CURVE for a chance to mint today's podcast as an NFT on OP mainnet and earn a share of 500 OP tokens. A zero-day vulnerability in the Viper smart contract programming language resulted in the exploit of nearly $70 million on various Curve Finance stablecoin pools. The vulnerability affected contracts written in Viper versions 0.2.15, 0.2.16, and 0.3.0, allowing malicious actors to execute re-entrancy attacks. Only stablecoin pools written using the vulnerable Viper versions were impacted. The exploited pools include P-ETH and ETH, MS-ETH and ETH, L-ETH and ETH, and Curve and ETH. Approximately $17 million of the drained funds were recovered through White Hat efforts. One notable White Hat operation, led by Alchemex, successfully retrieved $11.5 million from the exploit. Additionally, an MEV bot operator known as Coffee Babe managed to rescue $5.4 million. Despite the successful retrieval of a portion of the stolen funds, an estimated $50 million worth of assets remain at large. The vulnerability has been addressed in Viper release version 0.3.1. Viper, known for its Pythonic EVM smart contract language, is the second most popular language used by Ethereum developers. Curve Finance CEO Michael Igorov has increased the collateral on his personal DeFi positions amid a drop in the price of Curve due to the recent exploit. Igorov holds active loans on Inverse, Fraxland, Abracadabra, and Ave V2 using Curve tokens as collateral. An attacker was able to acquire 7.1 million Curve tokens during the Curve exploit. Igorov's largest position is held on Ave V2, where he has a $69 million loan secured by $172 million worth of Curve collateral. If the price of Curve drops below $0.37, cents, his Aave position will face liquidation. Since liquidity is scarce, a liquidation would cause bad debt on the Aave protocol and could potentially lead to cascading effects across DeFi. Igorov has since paid back over a half million dollars on his Fraxland loan and also added more collateral to his positions on Abracadabra and Aave. Igorov even added a measly 288 ENS tokens as collateral. Aave has previously considered freezing Curve as a collateral type on Aave v2 in an effort to prevent further risk of bad debt. The owner of the darkmarket.eth ENS domain retrieved 39,712 Ether from the original ENS deed contract. The user had deposited the funds during the initial ENS domain auctions back in 2017. The wallet was also inactive for the past couple of years. Over 20,000 Ether still remains unclaimed in the original deed contract. The first iteration of the ENS registry sold domains through a Vickery auction. 
Users were required to submit blind bids, and the winner paid the price of the second highest bid. Winners were then required to keep their bid locked in the deed contract for at least a year, or for as long as they held their domain. ENS later upgraded its contracts in 2019, removing the need to keep winning bids locked. And lastly, Ethereum Attestation Service, an open-source tool for creating on-chain and off-chain attestations, is now available on the OP stack. The integration allows users to register schemas and create attestations on OP mainnet using the EAS standard. Any chain deployed on the OP stack will now have its own native EAS contracts. This has been a roundup of today's top news stories in Ethereum. You can support this podcast by subscribing and following us on Twitter at ETH Daily. Also subscribe to our newsletter at ether.fm. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.